the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. The news, the failure, the fraud, the atrocities. It's very difficult to pick where to start, really. But then you step back and you realize what we're living through is the collapse of America as we knew it. What you have now is this new march of Marxism. And they all share the same common denominator. And that common denominator is you are an asset of the government. You are but a serf. In the new America. And yes, maybe I'm a little jaded because it's tax season and I, like the rest of you, went to the accountant and you always get the bad news. But I've never had the mind of a slave. So I've never thought, ooh, I'm going to uh, get money back from the government or I'll only pay my fair share. I realize what this game is. It's an illusion where this corrupt entity, this leviathan of fraud called our government, has to find out ways to steal 50% of your money and then make you feel grateful and intimidated to think about the 50% they took. I don't do that. I see you scum for what you are. I know what you do with my money. From the misappropriation at the Pentagon to the war machines to Big Pharma, I'm on to you with the scam. But most people aren't. But there seldom comes such an obvious example of what the... Marxist mafia called the government and these leeches and welfare roaches, how they think of other people as their servants. Now, they don't use that word. They don't like the verbiage, but that is the intention. So when you saw this fraud and the reason nobody should give five cents to the Catholic Church, I mean, if you weren't offended enough by the assault and making millionaires out of Boy Scouts and the rest of the pedophilia nonsense. The one thing that sickens me is a fraud pretending to be a man of God like Father Flager, that creepy son of a dog that he is. Well, he took to the bullhorn, and he was going to give you that Marxist bull dung. But what he reveals in his bullhorn is the fact that in this society, you are but an extension of the government, the welfare roaches needs. You're not you. Companies are not private. Everybody exists for these roaches. And as they fail and steal your money, it's always someone else's fault. But right now we're saying Walmart stay here. So we were trying to talk with them. If they not and they close up on Sunday, then we'll be over at Evergreen Park to shut that Walmart. First of all, side saddle. He's an accused molester. Right? The two brothers. I believe the brothers. Side saddle flager. It appears to me that's a threat. What are you going to threaten them with, butter hands? Or are you going to mount up your constituents of your little church, your little tax fraud scam? 
and the perfect representation of the Catholic Church as they've embraced you for decades as you've showed yourself to be the fraud you are. Are you threatening people? See, you don't get to threaten people, not even in Chicago. But the more overarching point is, you don't even have the standing to speak to the high-ups at Walmart. You're nothing but a failed preacher. You don't get to talk to anybody. These are people who are in control of their assets, who get to make these decisions, not through being extorted by your corrupt welfare army. So, Walmart, you better listen. You better sit down. Otherwise, understand that this won't be the only store you'll be closing down. Now, do you think that the, the government that is supposed to do but a few things, one of which is to squash this kind of intimidation, this threat of violence. Do you think that peanut head Kim Fox is going to do jack? Not at all. Not at all. She's not going to do anything because her and the rest of the Marxist mafia agree with this kind of slavery nation that they're trying to build through Marxism. Because we're not going to keep supporting places that disrespect the community. Now, what if I get a couple of real pipe-hitting Melrose Parkers to go over to that St. Sabina house of ill repute that you manage? How would you like that? And I say, you better put those kids down, or we're going to take matters into our own hands. Would that be a threat? I think it would be a threat, wouldn't it, Squirrel? I'd have peanut head Kim Fox. She'd have to stop beating her husband, go to the office, put a little paperwork in, and the rest of it. But see, you don't fool me, Flager. You don't fool me. I know what you are. And that is why, before you get to the other Walmart that you'll protest, if these people think even a fraction, like the capitalists that built this country, they'll shut that son of a gun down first. Now where are you going to go, Flager? You're not going to go anywhere. And the reality is, this is what it looks like when people are not people anymore, but servants to the failures and frauds that make up our country. You know, The Democrats, because they can't keep a business in any of these districts. They can't keep an honest business, a good business, and a profitable profitable business in these ghettos that they have built. Because these areas once were good enough for those companies to make the decision to move into. That's what you miss. They put up the money. They moved in. They held up their part of society. You know who didn't hold up their part of society? The neighborhood. See, they're not civilized. They're not worthy of these conveniences that civilized nations, you know, the one that was the youngest and the richest that we built up from nothing. How did we build it up? Because we have laws, laws of civility in place. And when you don't abide by those laws, we're free to leave. And when you threaten us, we're also free to take action. And in there comes the other arm of the Marxist mafia simultaneously with creating these hellhole third world ghetto neighborhoods. They're trying to disarm honest people. The solutions are clear. We must have reasonable gun safety laws. Now, I know you didn't spend a lot of time with your head up, but we've always had reasonable gun safety laws. And in fact, there was a time in this country you didn't have to register weapons. You know when that was right after World War II. When we had the most Americans armed. Not only that, that was at the time that most of those Americans that were armed had been trained by the military. And we didn't have any of what you see today. Why is that? Because we didn't encourage welfare roach illiterate society living. We punished it. Law came in when people robbed stores and when people threatened other people, either they got shot or the government prosecuted them. You have a priest this morning 
that just threatened a business with a mob, a mob that has destroyed this very business twice in recent history. And they rob it daily. That's a threat. That is violence. But this is not what the Marxist wants you to focus on. So they have their communist little organizations led by a swindler, another reverend from the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion. You know him as Short in the Pants. Most of them know know him as Al Short in the Pants Sharpton. And the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Now, he owed the government three and a half million dollars, but his guy Barack, he likes big butts and he cannot lie, won the presidency and squashed that debt. And now Kamala Harris is there. Rev, I love you. (laughs) And I thank you on behalf of all of us, everyone, for all that you do. Don't thank him on behalf of me, because I never needed his swindle. I never needed his corruption. I never needed his lies. You do, because that's your policy. And now you're going to use this. As what exactly? In states around our country, extremist so-called leaders started to ban drop boxes, reject mail-in ballots, and even make it a crime to give food and water to people standing in line to vote. Now, the way that she got in that office is not because she was elected by the people. She stole it through all of those things she's trying to protect. Mail-in ballots. Ballot harvesting, drop boxes, same day registration, and intimidation in line. Now, I used the one thing I miss about this ghetto sewer of Illinois is when I used to go vote. I do, I miss it. Because even in my neighborhood, I'd get that Guido Sarducci with his leather jacket and his grandpappy that was a business agent for the union standing there. Here, here, here's who you vote for. Like, I need you, huh, dummy? And you're short in the pants, shallow gene pool to tell me who to vote through. Even in my old neighborhood, I'd see that. But I used to love to embarrass them. And then I'd tell them, ask your mother for my watch, the dirty tramp that she is. So I don't get to do that in Florida. You know why, Squirrel? They have voter ID. Oh, it's true. You can't same-day register. They got to validate you live there. There's no such thing as drop boxes. It's a virtual utopia for election. It's true. It really is. And then there's another benefits to living in Florida. And the second development out of the state of Florida. That's where Governor Ron DeSantis, a possible presidential candidate, has now signed a restrictive new abortion ban into law. Our congressional correspondent Stephanie Liebergen is live at the Capitol in Washington this morning. Stephanie, how restrictive is Florida's new law? Hey guys, good morning. Well, Florida's new law is among the most restrictive in the country, of course, outside of those that have states that have an outright ban on abortion entirely. So this new law is called the Heartbeat Protection Act. It bans abortion at six weeks, which is down from the state's current law. So this is bad news for those rotten scourge that would kill their own children. It's terrible news for them. There's also terrible news for scumbags all the way around. Well, look, honestly, it depends on on your makeup, right? Because as a member of Congress, you're one of 435. Buck doesn't stop with you. You can kind of uh, hide in the crowd. You can lay low. You can do all that. No scrutiny if that's how you want to do it. And some people would just prefer that. Some people like getting involved in these issues, like contributing, but they don't necessarily want to spot on the executive. You know, the buck stops with you. And and you're, you're the rod that people will go after. He's taking heat. Because at the communist organization called the National Action Network, 
led by short-in-the-pants Reverend Sharpton and dimwit Kamala Harris, that communist Marxist entity, is trying to remove the Second Amendment. And the reason DeSantis is taking these difficult questions is because he just passed concealed constitutional carry. Which means if one of these scourge should try to rob, rape, or other Democrat party tricks, we get to shoot him in the forehead. Kamala Harris and the rest of the Democrats, they don't like that. At the state and the federal level, and by the way, most gun owners agree. You know who I agree with? I agree with the strangest people. She's Congresswoman Marxism. On a, she, she looks like Shea Gravera without the beret. AOC, I agree with her. But I do not believe that the courts have the authority to, to have the authority over that. I agree. They don't have the authority to have the authority to take away any of our rights, even if you infiltrate them with your Marxist judges, even the, the old time Chicago corrupt Democrats who just like to scoop up properties at tax auction, like the Table of Wisdom LLC to Cook County sitting judges with Ed Burke, who's going to walk, by the way, in case you're watching the trial. But that's how Chicago likes it. Right, Flager? And you think you can intimidate honest, good people who aren't in your mafia. But right now we're saying Walmart stay here. So we were trying to talk with them. If they not and they close up on Sunday, then we'll be over at Evergreen Park yes. to shut that Walmart down. How about they shut it down first, stupid? Then you can walk around the lot, get a little exercise for your flabby, fat-ass mafia. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. What do you mean, Squirrel? There's another common denominator between Kamala Harris and Father Flager. They both they both share a skill. What are you, you can't say that. Oh, oh, you mean spewing Marxism. Whew. I thought you meant the reason that we know her name. Willie Brown, downtown Willie Brown. Uh, well, there's another thing you should know. The rest of the administration and the spokespeople, even one as stupid, one that's there because of her sexual proclivities and her skin color, even KJP knows that Joe Biden is unfit to be president. Listen as she's caught on a hot mic, making fun of him, stammering around, not knowing where to stand in Ireland. He's under the umbrella. He's, a, he's walking. He's walking under the umbrella. Can I share you hear a squirrel? He's no. walking. He's. You think we're the only ones that notice? You think they're fooling? They know exactly what they're doing. He's not there because he's capable. He's there because he's a figurehead. Well, they steal our money, our freedom, and our liberty. Peter and Wilmette. Hey, Sean. Great show as usual. Thank you, brother. Hey, listen, I got two things real quick. All right. Did you see the, the the video of Biden being asked by a 10-year-old, what advice do you have for me for success? I played it on and the Joe show. Said, oh, you're, yeah. oh, did you? Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, it wasn't, no, yeah. that's okay. Uh, you can't question their motives when he said that. You can disagree with someone, but well, you can't question their motives. You know who would say that? A traitor. A traitor and a yeah, thief and a liar. But the key phrase was, oh, you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, that's Secondly, true. The, the National A-Hole Network, uh, I saw a video, or a quick video, Yeah, uh, Larry Lightfoot, right next to Al Sharpton. So it looks Oof. like he's looking for a new gig since he's out of office in a few weeks here. And that's a lot of and success in one how, room, Peter. 
Yeah. How does anybody? Yeah. Ex- that, well, that's my point, Sean. How does anybody look at these people and say, "Gee, let's take their advice"? Uh, because there's you know, a lot of money. Kid? When you think about it, there's a lot of money in corruption. Not only that, their support staff, even if they're too stupid to know it, they're reaping massive rewards too. And I'm gonna. You gave me a great segue. Thank you very much for the clip. And what I mean by that is tax season today. So people who work and think for, for their job and understand the money isn't the government's and you get to keep it. The money is yours and they take it. They realize just how many times in a day they're being taxed. You know who's never taxed? Welfare roaches. There are so many other taxes. Payroll, corporate, capital gains, estate, sales taxes. In fact, equal to the income tax are dozens of sneaky taxes you may not even know about. You and I pay them all day long. From the moment I wake up and turn on a light. I pay more when I brush my teeth and license my dog. My building pays property and fuel taxes and adds it to my monthly bill. And when I leave home to take the subway to work, I pay the Metropolitan Commuter Transportation Mobility Tax. At work, I... See, for you and I, that's gas taxes. And it's hundreds of billions a minute. Some phone calls. Yes, absolutely. Or get a bite to eat or a soda to drink. Uh, I'd like a smoked turkey in this. When I gas up my... Food stamps don't get it. You don't get it when you have your, your, your electric bill paid for by the government, when you get other benefits from the government, when you get your rent from the government. All you got to do is pretend these are people who are capable and successes instead of the whores they are. Car, as much as a quarter of the price of gas is federal, state, and city excise taxes. So many taxes. I need a drink. I'm lucky I don't smoke. And there are still people who don't realize there is no such thing as a tax return. That's simply a number when the government takes too much from you during the year. But you're living in a world where the people have minds of slaves. The solutions are clear. We must have reasonable gun safety laws at the state and the federal level. Why do you want to make it so hard to get the gun, but after your unlicensed scum shoot people so easy to get out of jail. Why do you want to do that, Kamala? Oh, I understand. you got to keep your voter rolls thick. That's why you want to do it. You're not fooling anybody, tramp. Marion, Oak Park. Hi. Hi, Sean. This is Marianne from Oak Park. Oh, How hi, are Mary. you? Good, Marianne. Love your show. Uh, you're right on when it comes to the mafia and uh, this Father Flagert. I just want you to know there's a mafia, a big mafia in the Catholic Church, oh, all the way up to Pope Francis. Absolutely. Father you know Flagert. what's a good show? Do you have Netflix? Right now it's called The uh, God's Banker. Turn that on. The second. Yeah, no, I will. Father Flagert is only the of the iceberg. Yeah, please. It's the greatest real estate investment trust in the world. And Father Flavor is the reason I'll never give five fracking cents to that that disgusting organization as they embrace scum like you. It's called the St. Gallen Mafia, exposing the secret reformist group within the church. They are implementing the Marxist, the Italian Marxist Antonio Gramsci's. Yeah. Playbook. That's why I used to I love when my grandfather would start talking about the Italian Marxists and the fascists like El Doce. Thank you very yeah, much. No, I appreciate yeah. it, Mary okay. Love you. Love you right Bye. back. See, and by the way, that priest in that, in that Netflix God's Banker, you know what the conclusion was, Squirrel? He killed himself. He hung himself from the middle of a bridge with bricks in his pocket, 
Money in his pocket, he just killed himself. Sure he did. Another vet. And then there's a Cicero priest. Go figure. Born in 1922, another scumbag. Riddled in all kinds of financial skullduggery. They never pay a dollar in real estate taxes. Take a look at the value of their real estate. Like where Flager is. I mean, granted, it's a ghetto, but it's got to be worth about six, seven dollars. Three, one, two, six, four, two, fifty six hundred. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on the Sean Thompson show. At AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. This is a voice, kid. Why are you playing this? Friday, Kamala Harris, they're dancing slow at her house. So her husband So her husband forgets that she's a trampola. Thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go let's go late and lick the world. Let's get it done. I knew that she I knew that was gonna motivate her to get out and go embarrass herself and the nation for the rest of us. These so-called leaders dare to tell us they are fighting for our freedoms. <laughs> Don't you find that interesting? Some have gone so far as to name and brand their agenda the, quote, freedom blueprint. See, she doesn't understand freedom doesn't have censorship. Freedom doesn't have the stripping of access to defend yourself. Freedom doesn't have the stripping of anything. Freedom doesn't have manipulation by government. You don't know what freedom is, Toots. You do know what a... Don't stop. See how you you, you start whistling in my ear and then I'm going to say something to get me in trouble. I am not going to say salad talk. I'm not going to say it. Uh, Bob in Oak Lawn. Yeah, she does know what stripping is now. Remember that. Are you kidding me? She knows a trick or two. (laughs) Those are pillows. Where exactly is your hand? Go ahead. I got a bet for you. I'm going to give it 12 months for this new mayor to bankrupt Chicago like they did Detroit. Going by the same playbook. Now, Bob, choke out the businesses, tax them to death. Bob, the yeah. normal the normal response is to yeah, I agree or I disagree. But what I pose to you is this: Chicago is today and has been for two decades bankrupt. It cannot exist without welfare, special benefits from the state, special benefits from the federal government. In fact, if it were not for COVID, not just Chicago, but the vast majority of every uh, the every Democrat sewer would be bankrupt. COVID was the greatest oh, yeah, welfare okay. handout to ever happen to Chicago. And you know what really sticks in my shoe? Trump was the one that bailed him out. Yeah. Outrageous, brother. That was outrageous. Mr. took those billions of dollars and then went out big chested saying, yeah, I paid off all the bills. They, he didn't pay that. they stole the fracking money. You couldn't figure out that Pritzker, once that money hit Illinois, was going to save save Chicago and lie about the revenue in the coffers and pay off the municipal pensions as much as he could fake it. They stole that money. It's ridiculous, brother. Thank you, Bob. That's why he got some explaining to do. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I heard you today. You got some good ideas. Cutting wasteful and job-killing regulations was a key part of my America First economic agenda that built the greatest economy in the history of the world. True. As I work to quickly save America from Joe Biden's economic disaster, and that's what it is, one of the great economic disasters of all time. No question about it. I will restore my famously successful executive order requiring 
that for every one new regulation, two old regulations must be eliminated, and I will ask Congress to make it permanent. We will again implement a regulatory budget, putting a hard cap on the cost of regulations to the U.S. economy. Instead of growing the size and scope of the federal government, every single year we've been doing that. We will shrink it every year with aggressive cost reduction targets for each federal department. Not, not targets, mandates. See, and this is beautiful, kid. It really is. But you got cheated last time. And it was okayed by your own Republican Party because they make more money now. They've never made more money. And they could use the failure as campaign generators. So how are you going to win next time, especially when the mafia led by the dimwit tramp is doing this? In states around our country, extremist so-called leaders started to ban drop boxes, reject mail-in ballots, and even make it a crime to give food and water to people standing in line to vote. And they justified it because they didn't like the outcome in 2016. And they spent four years talking about how you stole the election. Now they say if we question that there are 81 million people stupid and corrupt enough to vote for Joe Biden, they still go back to their old tricks. You want to talk about stolen election? Donald Trump stole that election in 2016. August 2015, Wrong. that agreement. Pecker, Cohen, Trump and Trump. Yesterday. Catch and kill. No negative information. Why? Because I'm running for president of the United States. This is Donald Trump. Doorman gets paid off 30000 October 2015. June 2016, Karen McDougal gets 150. Everybody's quiet. Still haven't heard anything. September 2016, the audio tape is done between Michael Cohen and Donald Trump. Trump's telling Cohen, pay cash. What do you mean this whole setup, this arrangement with Weisselberg and stuff? Just pay the cash, right? October 7th, 2016, the Access Hollywood tape comes out. Everything blows up. We're on the eve of the election. There's drama. The evangelicals may be getting a little bit nervous. So on October 27th, 2016, Stormy Daniels gets her 130. It was all for the purpose. You know what's funny? Stormy Daniels got 130000 Now, Stormy Daniels is a whore, professional whore, on camera. She's known for filling every orifice at the same time. Really talented girl. In the meantime, she gets hundred and thirty grand. That's a pittance to what Bill Clinton paid one girl. Now, of course, Bill Clinton didn't hire a whore who's known for orifice stuffing. He raped an innocent good girl. <laughs> I was going to say, it was an honor to meet you, a pleasure to meet you, and thank you very much. You're welcome. There's the check. And show them the check. There's the check. It's your check. She's holding up a check for $850,000. And did you know that right now on television, on such notable thinker shows like The View, where Whoopi Goldberg is still in search of her eyebrows, and something that's low calorie. Have you seen this blimp? In the meantime, they're saying that it's worse. It's worse what Trump did. Because at least Bill Clinton did it out in the open. This goes to show you they have no character. None. But this is what you get from anybody whose big mission is to kill their baby and not get charged with it. Well, it's not going to be saying anything. Her attorneys are here today. So kind of officially, I think what we... And the doctor says, Plummer, why so much? He says, I have to buy a new faucet. $25. This is the lawyer. Well, uh, our uh, agreement had a, uh, a payment of money, $700,000, plus uh, a, a statement by the president uh, uh, redeeming Paula Jones's reputation. And, and what do you, what's your understanding of this agreement? It's a cash payment of $850,000 only. 
Well, I, there, I knew there was an interest on both sides to get the matter resolved. Well, I think that he puts him in a good position as well. He can come out and say, listen, I've made peace with Paula Jones, and now it's time to make peace with the American people. Did he pay the other girls he raped? Or was he just able to get away with rape for 700000 Is that Was that the cost of rape in the 90s? I think it was. Democrats don't care. They have absolutely no standards whatsoever. Thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it. Not everybody is Kamala Harris, pal. I'm not licking anything for you. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM 560. The answer. You got to do me a favor, Squirrel, because I'm getting the hell out of here. If that creepy, creepy, greasy-looking flager does something on Sunday to Walgreens, you call me immediately. You got it, Squirrel? Fair enough. Jimmy and Lyle. Hey, Sean. Uh, Christmas 2021, I had for myself and my family shirts made up with the front. It said... Uh, Joe Biden is a fraud, and everyone knows it. And on the back, 10% for the big guy. Yeah. And since then, every once in a while, I'll wear it just as a test to see what kind of reaction I get. Mm-hmm. And I did some chores yesterday. I was off from work, wore it. And to a person, I mean, not one person that interacted with me was negative. Well, they are like, where, where did you get that shirt? How did you? I want one. I'll I'll take the one you you're wearing right now. You cannot believe what's happening, even in this crazy. Well, that listen, that's yeah. wonderful. And you know, hey, listen, if you could find neighbors and people in your town like that, that's great because you know what that is. That's that's how it used to be when the country had right. standards. The problem is, go outside a Lyle and let me know how that flies in Oak Park. Let me know how that flies okay. in 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 Chicago anywhere. Pick a neighborhood. Go up. Go up north. Let me know how that goes in Winnetka, where we have great callers, but the vast majority are people that uh, support this mafia. You know, so it it's hard to watch good people suffer under this kind of welcoming and real stoking of corrupt mafia, Chicago Democrat mafia. The good news is there, it used to be like that, Jim. You remember just 25, 30 years ago, everybody knew Chicago was a joke. Everybody knew Cook County was a joke. They still do. They just want in on it for the most part, so that's that's an enlightening story, and uh, I love it. And in the meantime, you, I just thought I just thought I'd share a little anecdotal evidence that you know maybe you know a little bright news in a couple of elections in Naperville last month and uh, earlier this month, and you know just maybe. Oh, brother, how old are you? You mind if I ask? You don't have to give me an exact. What decade are you in? Nineteen in 1960s. You got really got time to waste on these morons. No. All right. Thank you. You can let me know when you come down to South Florida. I do both South and <laughs> West right. and Southeast. Thank you. I mean, you really don't. And, th- and not to mention, I don't know if you're aware, but life expectancies is getting considerably shorter. Are you watching this, squirrel? Not just suicide, which, by the way, is parabolic and we don't talk about it. Probably has something to do with all the people on antidepressants. Seems to be quite depressing when you shoot yourself in the face. In the meantime, there's another little problem. We discovered this in England. This is the reason that Europe started to pay people who were having side effects. See, there they still call it side effects. Only in America have we allowed the government to change the terms. 
Good afternoon. A coroner has concluded the BBC Radio Newcastle presenter Lisa Shaw died after complications of the AstraZeneca COVID vaccination. Lisa, who was 44, died in May, three weeks after being given her first dose of the vaccine. Well, our news correspondent Mark Denton was at the inquest at Newcastle Civic Centre this morning and joins us now. So that was a year ago. They've confirmed the fact that um, not only is Lisa Shaw, unfortunately, in the prime of her life, snuffed out, but from what they can see, tens of thousands of people in merry old England. George Naperville. John, I've seen priests, rabbis, good men of faith bestow blessings of goodwill and prosperity at grand openings of businesses. But flaggers, race, hustling and threats is evil incarnate. I couldn't agree more with you. And I still the idea that he was embraced after the allegations by the more than credible brothers who accused him of pedophilia. That sickens me, and I, I could be mis- mistaken, but I think that's his second time he was brought up on those charges. Probably a conspiracy! Craig in Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Anytime. You know, uh, I've been listening to these people talking about this uh, leak and all that kind of thing, and um, uh, here's the thing that really takes and uh, annoys me. It, 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 the big thing about uh, the information is all kinds of deceit and lies from our government that they've been say, telling to us, the American people, and to our allies, and to people all over the world, that it's all lies. It shows that the government is all lies. And so, what this, it seems like what the big thing that the big thing about this is that, that this leaker exposed just how deceitful and a liar that uh, the United States has become, and our government is just nothing but lies. Telling everybody lies. Do you remember Seymour Hersh? You remember he was the one in Vietnam who broke the story of Laos and the rest of the atrocities. He was embraced for about 40 years by the Democrats. He's now uh, been shunned because he proved beyond the shadow of a doubt we are the ones that blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Well, just two days ago, Hersh writes a new article in his substack. The CIA knows Zelensky and top generals are skimming hundreds of millions. In fact, there was a meeting called between our very own Billy Burns of the CIA and Zelensky. Do you remember when he went there like three and a half weeks ago? Hirsch said, oh, according yeah, they- to a one estimate by CIA analysts, at least $400 million in funds were embezzled last year. Zelensky was told by Bill Burns, director of the CIA, this was unacceptable. He, pre- he presented Zelensky with a list of 35 generals and senior government officials whose corrupt corruption is known by the CIA. Zelensky responded by dismissing 10 of the top officials who were seen driving around in $100,000 sedans in Kiev. Where the hell do you buy a new Mercedes in Kiev? I thought there was World War Three over there. You're buying cars? Yeah, I'd like to pick up my Porsche at Monday at 11. You know, I'm going to tell you what. This is one big giant scam and i knew when biden was there as vice president and the money laundering going on this is whole damn thing is a fraud craig the only difference is not enough americans care about it because they just want in on it see a democrat isn't repulsed isn't disgusted isn't repelled by a scandal they say cut me in that's the that's the mindset of a scum they're called american democrats 312-642-5600 this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. 
With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little... Part of the reason you have that aggravation in your stomach is because you realize a couple of facts. Your government lies to you every time it sends a spokes idiot to a podium. No question about it. That's number one. Number two, you've never felt good about the idea there are 81 million morons in this country that would not know Joe Biden is a political whore, corrupt from soup to nuts. And the other thing is you're well aware your government is very comfortable trying to intimidate you, very comfortable stripping away your rights as an American. You understand this whether you realize it or not because you see what they've done to protesters from the January 6th protest. You see how we have people in prison without their due process for two years, two and a half years, three years in some cases. It's a nauseating reality in a country based on the rights of the citizen, not the acceptance of fascism. My next guest is one of those people who never accepts fascism. She has worked diligently hard. She's a New Jersey mother, a wife, a founder of a nonprofit organization called Patriot Freedom Project. She's got a new book out now, Due Process Denied. Her name is Cynthia Hughes. Cynthia, how are you? Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you uh, letting me come on to tell uh, this story. Thank it's a, you. It's a story that needs to be told, and it's not something most people are willing to do. Because the overarching innuendo by the government is that if you wiggle against our abuse, if you wiggle against the Joe Biden administration, if you do not speak what we tell you is the truth, we will lock your ass up. And they have put mothers, grandmothers, uh, kids who are who are unfit to even understand what's going on. They put them in jail for years and they don't give them their rights. Do I have it about right? Yeah. Yes, you do. You know, we have um, we have a little bit over a thousand people that have now been you know, caught up in the January 6th debacle. And of that number, we have, you know, maybe just just about 300 people that are in jail. Some of that number of that 300 number, people are still sitting in pretrial detention more than two years later. You're talking a husband, a father. Separated from his family, separated from his children, his wife, languishing behind bars. And it's. I could be wrong, but don't we have a right to a speedy trial? I kind of remember that when I had to take a constitution test, not that 80% of these elected idiots could pass one, but I kind of remember there being an amendment like that, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's called due process and, <laughs> and uh, it, it's non-existent when it comes to a Trump supporter or anybody that was at the Capitol on January 6th. Here's my, when you look at, my question I'm is sorry. simple. No, no, please. Mm-hmm. It's the sixth amendment. If it's refusing to be acknowledged. Are there not enough attorneys that are not doing slip and fall law? Do we not have a handful of decent attorneys that want to step up? Or is the system so politicized that this open persecution of ideological politics is accepted in this country? How are they getting away with this? You know, a lot of people ask me that question. And, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but... Um, you know, I'm an American and I'm very passionate about this country. I love this country and I, and I pay attention and I'm really watching what's going on. And I listen to all sides. I'm not one of those people that just focuses on one, you know, way of thinking. I take it all in. But I will tell you, the, the rule of law 
law and order is non-existent in this country currently. We have a very failed judicial system. We have a weaponized uh, DOJ. It is do as I say, not as I do. And you have an administration and you have an attorney general in this country that does not care about anybody that doesn't align with what they say and what they do. Now, I'm going to say something that you might not agree with. And people, some people do get upset when I say this. There are some people that went to the Capitol that day and did bad things. There are oh, some people that went there yes. that posed as Trump supporters that weren't Trump supporters. Yes. And there are some Trump supporters that went there that took things a little bit too far. There's no getting around it. And, and you know, and we, we have to be honest, you know, and, 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 and say stuff like that. But that is not the majority of the people that were there that day. You know, you have Tom Caldwell, wonderful man from, from Virginia. His wife is, she's just a sweetheart. You could read about uh, their story in our book, Due Process Denied, and you can also hear from Tom's wife in our documentary, which is also called Due Process Denied. They didn't even go inside. You know, this is a lieutenant commander, retired from the Navy, loves his country, loved, you know, President Trump, goes to the Capitol with his wife, they listen to the president speak, they hear his speech, and they go to the Capitol. Didn't even go inside the building. But are, because he communicated with some of the Oath Keepers, now he's the ringleader, he's the leader of the Oath Keepers, and he, you know, he caused this whole thing. And he got, you know, found guilty of, of the obstruction charge. And he's, an, you know, an older man with some health issues. I mean, he's getting sentenced next month. They could they could put him in jail for God only knows twenty years. This is Man. really sick. What we are dealing with. He should have joined the gangster disciples, moved to Chicago, sold fentanyl, and shot into buildings. He'd be walking the streets. And this is the yeah. other part of the story that really needs to be focused on. Where did they get such strict judges who want to abide by the letter of the law? And do we know the case history of these honorable judges who all are Democrats? Do we know anything about these scallywags? Well, let me tell you, um, and, and this will really make your, make your, your blood boil. They're not all much. Democrats. Oh, really? Several of these judges are Trump-appointed judges, like Judge Trevor McFadden, um, like Judge uh, uh, Tim Kelly. Um, like Judge Nichols. Judge Nichols is a, is a more reasonable judge. You know, he's been very lenient with his sentence, uh, sentences. Um, you know, he doesn't agree with the obstruction charge, but not anybody else. You know, we just had an appeal that came down after almost five months waiting on an answer. Uh, you had three judges who shared three different opinions, and you had the Democratic judge, you know, who really wants to weaponize the Supreme Court wants to weaponize the DOJ even further and weaponize this obstruction charge. If, if the Biden administration, the, the Trump hating club, the conservative hating club, if they all had their way, they would throw all of these people on some Island never to be heard from again. It's, I can't even tell you how sick this is, what's going on. And, and I'll tell you, Listen, there are some people that went to the Capitol that day that, you know, they, they did do good things, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. You know, Cindy, I, I, I keep waiting for you to offend me. I'm from, I'm from a neighborhood, uh, an Italian neighborhood outside of Chicago. This was like a party on Friday night. Oh, you broke windows. I mean, I get it. And yes, but nobody brought a gun. And the only no. person that really got killed was that 110-pound woman 
who was assassinated right. by a scoundrel who shot her at point-blank range in the neck. Now, I've been around some parties. The, I, I've had murdered. weapons in my hands. I've been arrested on numerous occasions. I could have been shot, I guess, on all of those if it, I would have been there for, for Donald Trump because I never saw a cop not throw somebody on the ground who has no weapon and arrest them, especially when they're women. I never saw a time like this. But here's the other thing that really sickens me. Have we gotten any answers to such <laughs> simple questions like Ray Epps? Did the FBI have 40 agents inside the Capitol dressed as Trump supporters? Who broke the window first? I'm all for persecuting bad people, prosecuting bad people. Believe me, I love it. However, it seems to be to be one of those third world coup d'etats that we've done in all other countries when we want a regime change. This seems to be a site. A, a, a CIA operation or a government coup, and they got what they wanted, and they sh- sent the shockwaves. But what about these people? How are they living? And here we are, three years later. You got the moron; he's already destroyed it. You mean to tell me we're, that we're not going to let these people out of jail yet? I mean, yeah, that's what I'm going to tell you because that's what's happening. Um, you know, these prosecutors. You know, I'll talk about the prosecutor in, in my nephew's case, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, you know, I am getting tormented and hammered online over my nephew. You know, you're talking about a grown man who, you know, wore a suit and tie that day. He went inside the building. He did not get charged with assault. He did not get charged with violence. When he was tapped on the shoulder and asked to leave, he left. Um, this is a man with no criminal history, but unfortunately for him, He is somebody with a very bombastic personality. He says really offensive words. I like him. Bad words. Well, he makes pictures where he's got a Hitler mustache and he makes a lot of jokes and he shouldn't because words matter. They really do. And I've had this conversation with him his entire life. Um, He's got a Hitler mustache. Is that back? (laughs) I didn't know they were doing that again. What the? I mean, so so he's obviously bombastic and he obviously took a side so where is he sitting right now he's in prison on 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 a non-violent charge um with no criminal history he's he's sitting in a prison cell after spending a year and a half in solitary confinement in dc and when we went to you know his sentencing when we went to his trial um you know the judge was not going to allow he refused he told the prosecution you are not allowed to bring into his trial any any of the bombastic text messages and the offensive pictures and the George Floyd memes and all of that. You cannot bring any of that into the How trial. How old of a guy is he? He's, thir- he's 32 now. All right. Okay. He's 32 now. He's been like this since he's a kid. Um, he's had a hard life, mm-hmm. a sad life. Um, you know, and people that have gone through what he has gone through, you know, you might be an alcoholic or a drug addict. He turns to comedy. He loves comedy. And, you know, he just takes it a little too far sometimes. So he's actually started point, out making fun of the situation and being kind of over the top. And in his mind, it was comedy. Do I have it right? Yes. Yes, you do. You do have it right. And uh, unfortunately, Judge McFadden um, decided that, you know, he needed time. And this is in his transcripts. This is in his transcripts, a judge to say, you know, I don't like your rhetoric. I don't like, you know, your bombastic nature. And I think that you need a little bit more time in jail. To so at the time, he's 29 going on 30. 
at the time mm-hmm. of January 6th. 29 going on 30. He's a half-assed comedian with a sense of humor that doesn't that his aunt doesn't find funny, and he's over the top, and he's being bombastic, and he's making fun of uncomfortable topics. Now, if he would have had a little direction, he could have jar- George Carlin himself, but instead he's sitting in solitary confinement. Now, I say this to you because the people listening to this show are in the city of Chicago for the most part, and we have instances where guys beat their women, they rape up women, they rob people, and I'm not kidding you, it's a revolving door. We have 58 people who have been murdered by guys who were arrested hours earlier on gun charges, released and go out and kill other people. So this is the part that's sickening. You want to punish somebody who does something stupid, creates damage, fine, I'm all for it. But this is not punishment. This is, this is persecution. This is unjust oh, yeah. persecution that is done on an ideological forum by a government that is supposed to uphold the rights of even the uncomfortable loudmouth jerks until they hurt somebody else. Did he hurt anybody else? No, he didn't hurt anybody. You know, his words might hurt people's feelings. Oh, you know, they hurt on. my feelings. You're from New but Jersey. You know what? what could hurt your feelings, <laughs> Cynthia, for God's sake? Words are words. Until I hit you in that with a frying pan, nobody's going to jail. I can't get over no. this new America. I don't like it. I know, I know. But you know what? It's just we have, you know, times are different in our country, you know, and and. You know, and and I'll tell you, you know, if you'll let me one more little thing about about Tim. You know, Tim, Tim is not my biological nephew. I grew up with his mother. She was my best friend and she had troubles in her life Mm -hmm. and she had, you know, a child and, um, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't a good life for him. It it just wasn't a good life for him. And, uh, you know, he lives with me a lot and several years ago, something happened with him and his mother was something very, very bad. And um, I had to shut the door to her to be his mother because that's what he needed. And that's what was important. And I've tried to tell him, you know, you, you have to, you have to be able to stand on your character in life, you know, and, uh, and here we are. And, and you know what, listen, if he wants to be bombastic and he wants to be, you know, insensitive and be this, you know, and people laugh at him, let me tell you, I mean, he's had some, some really funny stand-up, you know, amateur shows, and you know, and I've gone, and 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 they're pretty funny. And sometimes he's not funny, but people laugh at him. You know, if somebody's laughing, it's funny to somebody. You mm-hmm. know, and um, but but here's the problem that we have here, and this is what nobody will talk about. Some people, the haters, they want to talk about all the things that I just said to you, but they don't want to talk about the important topic here. You have. A man who has no violent charges, no assault charges, 12 years in the army until this government threw him out because he went to the Capitol on January 6th and took his housing away, his job away, his benefits away because of jokes and pictures and words, not because of what he did on January 6th. Is he sitting in prison right now? That is very, very concerning. And that should alarm Everybody in this country. 12 years in the, in the military. Be up in arms. 12, 12 years. years in the military. Mm-hmm. Cynthia yeah. Hughes, I can't wait to read the book. I'm gonna, I'm, I, I, in the meantime, you do other things than just for your nephew. You support many families where the people are put away. Is that correct? That is very true. Um, you know, I took this on because of him. Because of him calling me and telling me, take money out of my savings account and give money to this one and give money to that one and help this one with commissary. And finally, I said, Tim, 
we can't keep taking money out of your savings account. Let me figure out how to raise some money here. And I did. And next thing I was talking to the great Dinesh D'Souza and his beautiful wife, Debbie, and they gave me a gift of $100,000. And they said to me, we want you to take care of the wife and we want you to, you know, take care of the children. And so we were coming up on Christmas of 21. And that's what we did. We made sure that these women did not have to say, do I pay the mortgage or do I buy a Christmas present? They were able to do both. And when people started hearing about what we were doing, you know, people just started donating and we turned it into a nonprofit. And, uh, and we have helped hundreds of families. We've helped many of the lawyers. Um, and, and we need to continue this effort because there's going to be, there, there's going to be so much fallout when these men come home. You know, we're seeing some marriages break up already. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we've seen women who've been, you know, here, here we have a family in Tennessee, the Padilla family. This man is still sitting in pre-child detention in the D.C. Gulag more than two years later. In over two years, he has not seen his wife or his three sons. They will see him for the first time next month at his trial. I mean, it's sick. It's sickening. It's sick. And the name of the website where they can go to support you is the dueprocessdenied.org. Is that correct? So dueprocessdenied.org is where you can find out about our our docuseries, um, where you can see the story of the man I just mentioned, and where you can, you know, see the book and how you can purchase our book, Due Process Denied. And then the name of our actual website is patriotfreedomproject.com. And if you go to Patriot Freedom Project, you'll be able to see how we help the families, what we're doing with the donations, um, you know, our 501c3 approval letter from the IRS and all the ways you can donate to help these families and these these defendants. Cynthia, we have a lot to do. You said something earlier and uh, I picked up on little things and you said something that America has changed. And what I want to say is just something a little different. The character of Americans, about 50 to 60 percent has is what changed. The character of the other 40 is what will never change. And that's what gives us hope that the old America will Come back again when America remembers its character and its principles. You are somebody who embodies that character that I speak of. You and your actions will uh, give us hope. So, Cynthia Hughes, I love you to death. I want to support you as much uh, as possible. It's called PatriotFreedomProject.com. I want everyone to go check it out and support Cynthia as she helps these victims of the new Fourth Reich. Thank you very much, Cynthia, for coming on. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Anytime you want again, okay? Thank you. Have a good weekend. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I think the most disgusting part is you're living in a city where the under-over on people getting shot is 32. That's the under-over on a nice weekend. This was a carjacking. I don't know how it's going to sound, but to watch it is horrific. This low life in a crowded parking lot. Get a ride share. Carjack some car. And instead of getting away, he just wanted to smash at least a dozen cars by the report. And when you catch this low-life D-student puke, he'll be out the next day. Out the next day! Right now, you've got stealing and robbery, mayhem. It's so normalized in these ghettos, 
You could steal a thousand a day, and we won't even bother. Well, we're not. Let me add it up. Is that a thousand? All right, you keep walking. Yet you got people sitting in the cooler for three fracking years. And what was their crime? They didn't believe there were 81 million morons dumb enough to vote for this wretched scum. And so one of the things that she'd look at me and say, Joe, remember, remember who you are. Like, you're a Biden. Like, hey, what the hell is a Biden? You know what I mean? I'm like, like I'm a, 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 you know, anyway. You're a dementia patient. And by the way, Joe Robinette, my pants are wet, Biden. In 40 years, after a generation of stupidity is flushed out and people become, whatever happened to America in the year 2020, your name will be synonymous with traitor. You will be the new Benedict Arnold. You won't only go down as a failed, incompetent Democrat dimwit like those who have been before you. We need to have... Uh, a realization that we've got a, about 35 years worth of oil left in the whole world. See, he's just a moron Democrat that people are waiting for him to take a dirt nap. He's just, ah, he's a Democrat moron, but he didn't have bad intention. You, Joey, with your little grandpappy stories, you're going to go down as a traitor that you are. Because the next generation behind these idiots who vote for you, they're going to want answers to some real questions. Who is Ray Epps? Yeah. I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Wrong. Well, there are a lot of well, people who are understandably very concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. See, after we get rid of these idiots that vote for such notable Marxist scum as Brandon Johnson in Chicago, such butter-handed corrupt pansies like Fetzo Pritzker, and when they get done, they're going to say, how did the American people let this happen? It'll come back to you and this era of corrupt mafia Fourth Reich whores. And I said Fourth Reich for a very specific reason. You see, the Third Reich and the true Adolf Hitler, he was the National Socialist Worker Party. Just like your scum that you pretend is liberal. Yes, in the future, they're going to spot you idiots for exactly what you are. Because you voted in 2020 and we now have a Department of Justice that actually believes in the pursuit of justice. And that's another thing. Ferret face Garland, the FBI, the CIA, history will vindicate the righteous. And you, you, my friend, will be part of exactly what the problem is. You are the mafia don of the Fourth Reich. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a Fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day. The next day. On January 6th. Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. And he will be linked to the tens of other 
government employees who staged the coup d'etat that is the Democrat mafia Joe Biden administration. Oh, it'll be true. And in the meantime, we're going to figure out if they bury you in Arlington, they'll dig you up and throw you where all garbage belongs in a landfill. Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. You got that right. That's exactly where he's going to be buried. Garbage. That's what he is. And I'm going to have garbage. to watch as he's touted president of the United States. We're going to have to listen to him as if he's anything other than what he really is, an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. Joe Robinette, traitor. Biden. Yep. Yeah. A name yep. that was given to him because his grandmother worked in some sailor when a hump hump joint in Dumblet. Go ahead. And that was a great interview with uh, Cynthia Hughes, by the way. I really enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Um, yes, motivated I person. Just wanna, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, she's out there doing something, you know. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. I support her. Um, I just want to say regarding the topic of abortion earlier in your show. Yes. Um, my, my cousin and her husband, they lost their first child to stillbirth. And this happened years ago, and she still hasn't gotten over it. And then you have women who think of abortion as a form of birth control. It's murder. That's what it is. You're ending a life. You're taking a life. It's murder. It's character. And uh, these are the people who have none. This isn't. Right. You think this is a nuanced philosophy of economic uh, policy? This is not this. This is a scourge of, of humanity up against yes. decent people. The problem is the scourge is in control. Tell your cousin yes. I, 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 I'm sorry for her loss, but we see him again. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Ken in Geneva. Ken, we lost Ken. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing? It's uh, Friday, and I guess you're uh, going to Florida again, huh? Oh, brother, I can't get the hell out of here fast <laughs> enough. I got John Denver in my head. Go ahead. <laughs> what I wanted to say is uh, everybody's been talking about these leaks. But what I want to say is that the high-ranking officers in the Pentagon should also be held responsible for these leaks. There's no way that a kid in the National Guard yeah. at 21 should have any kind of clearance of, uh, of classified documents as far as uh, what's going on in the United States. 21-year-old no kid who did more for the American people than any other generals like Lloyd Austin, the fat exactly. pig from Raytheon, the broker from Raytheon. And you know, well, it, you still it, shouldn't have a clearance. Oh, of course. But here's the other thing, Rich. History will vindicate this kid as well, as as they vindicated so many before him. This is what well, this is the dark ages of America of America when America turned into a third world fascistic hellhole. This is what it is when the Democrats are in charge. Yeah, we're not getting the whole story. There's somebody high ranking that uh, that should be held responsible for this. Of course. And there's one other thing I'd like to comment on is this Father Flager, he's not a priest. He's an activist. He's a politician. I don't know why uh, he wears that. I don't know if he still wears his collar, but he shouldn't wear it. And he likes to listen to Joe Biden. He wants priest. to lick the, Euro, the world, only he, 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 he doesn't mind when other little kids stand in his way. Scum that he is. Right. Yeah, thank you very right. much. Thank you very much, Father Flager. Yeah, Seymour Hirsch. Here's what he sounds like, the voice that used to be embraced by Democrats back when they were a peace, a party of peace and they had principles and they voted for tax benefits like JFK. By the way, running against Russia, being nasty to Russia is very popular. But I'll tell you what's not popular. 
more than 60% of the American people do not like all the money we're spending on Ukraine. And there are, there are, and the, and the American media is not reporting that. And it's also not reporting that there were, there's demonstrations are going every weekend in Europe, particularly in Germany. There's a lot of demonstrations, like, not about the pipeline against the. There's demonstrations in Ukraine too. It's like a car show. All the upper echelon that's stealing our money, they're driving Porsches and BMWs and Mercedes. Those are the only thing that it's still open in Kiev. Can't find the Starbucks, but the Porsche dealers are cleaning up. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Simple. We have all the answers based in actual freedom and liberty. They have all the fascism based in policy. And if you if you say it too loud, they'll put you away. Adrian Riverdale. Dude. Yes. Yeah, Great Beach is awesome. I wish I would have bought property. Where? What? I didn't hear what you said. The phone broke up. Where'd you say? Grayton Beach. Oh yes. That's on the isn't it? That's on the east coast, a little bit north, right? Do I have it right? Yeah, yeah, okay. But anyways, what I wanted to tell you was when I was a kid in high school, right. Father Flager had a march about a head shop in Harvey because he was getting some marijuana. They were selling, you know, blah blah blah. Oh, and you said head shop. I thought you had a vice president story. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. No, that was a big deal back then. Yeah. And, you know, he was against, you know, the head shop. They didn't, of course, he didn't sell the marijuana. But he sold the bongs and the pipes and all of that stuff. It's funny. And I'm just, I, he's a, that guy's a joke. So he's, he's, against that, a joke. he's against the marijuana store, but he's for the drug dealer. Yes. Yeah, it's an interesting exactly. position. I grew up South Sider. Mm-hmm. And you know, believe me, I understand it all. But anyways, have a wonderful day. Adrian, thank you very much. Stay strong. I hope I see you in Florida soon. You come up to me. Uh, Tony in Portage, Indiana. You're right, Tony. Hey, yes. Sean, quit calling him a kid. You're right. He's 21 years old. You're right. He's a man. You're right. You're, I, listen, okay. I get it. You have to forgive me. I got one myself to meet her, just kids that need money all the time. It's nice to see at least one had a job. It didn't last long, but he had a job, Tony. And you're 100% right. I, ref- I admit it. Uh, I, 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 he's, we, got, we got the first words from him. I like some legal representation. These police officers have not allowed me to, to have any. I, uh, I don't know what this is all about. I'll get the black I work in that building. Were you in the building at the time? Naturally, if I work in that building, yes, sir. Back up, man. No, they're taking me in because of the fact that I live in Missouri. I'm just a patsy. Yeah, just section off that. I'm just a patsy section. I want to take all your calls, but we're running out of time to squirrel with your tiny little hands. Stop pressuring me with your seconds. I'll be back shortly. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. 
With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so my next guest is a senior fellow at the Discovery Institute. He's also the author of the book Rediscovering America that was number one for eight weeks on Amazon. He's got a new article out. Election integrity is the core of America's hope and strength. The problem I have is I don't think we have election integrity, but we'll discuss that and more with my friend Scott Paul. Scott, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Sean, it's great to be with you. And of course we don't have election integrity. Why do you think I wrote the article? No, I, I understand, but on the on the very same day, did you hear what uh, Hump Day Harris was saying? Did you hear this? Hold on, I'm going to no, listen no. to this. In states around our country, extremist so-called leaders started to ban drop boxes, reject mail-in ballots, and even make it a crime to give food and water to people standing in line to vote. Now, Scott, what she's advocating for is the way in which Joe Biden ran cover for his election. I'm from Chicago. When the doors close, brother, the skullduggery is afoot. I have people that go to vote. They say when they walk in, oh, you already voted, but go ahead, vote again. It's a fracking joke, and they like it this way, Scott. The Democrats do not want election integrity. The Democrats know they rely on ballot harvesting. They walk into convalescent homes. I have a friend of mine in there. He's never been a Democrat in his life until he checked into the convalescent home. He votes every time, and he doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July. He's walking around like Joe Biden voting Democrat. This is how they win. They stole the election. Four hours, they shut down the count. All of a sudden, they come back on. Very key areas, they grab the election. And now I've got to watch this idiot destroy my country. So Florida enacts good election integrity law. Tennessee, good laws. Texas, the Carolinas, and everywhere that's not run by the mafia. But how do you get it back in a state so corrupt they they call the Pritzker race in five minutes? Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, so how do you get integrity back in these already Democrat hellhole mafia states like California, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, uh, uh, well, Pennsylvania? It, it, how do you it, get it back? It's a big challenge, and I don't have all the answers on how you get integrity back once it's lost. I mean, the problem we have now is just the pervasive corruption uh, throughout throughout government, uh, throughout the states and throughout federal government. And the, the system benefits uh, the corrupt people and the corrupt people, of course, d- don't want it changed. So wouldn't it uh, so be it, easier? You're just... right, Sean. It, it's a big, very big challenge. But we, the people, have got to just keep Keep our eye on the ball. Keep speaking truth to power. And we know that eventually we're going to chip away at corruption. Oh, I love your corruption optimism. Can, corruption can self-destruct. And that's what we're seeing in, in many levels now, I think, of this so-called deep state. They are, they are uh, self-destructing now. And well, I'd love, to, I'd love to think that. But I have to tell you, to me, they seem stronger than ever. And you're right. Corruption does collapse. It took the Soviet Union 72 years. <laughs> However, I don't have 72 years. And what we are seeing is that same corruption, that same mafia government, not only uh, survive in, in such places as Chicago, but thrive as they just elect a moron who couldn't run any business in the state. All of a sudden, he's the mayor of Chicago. This is what happens. They become 
faster and more susceptible to lies and fraud. They elect crooks and they cheer for crooks to get off. We have in Chicago two well-known mafia members, Ed Burke and Mike Madigan. They're going to walk. First of all, they got their trials so you don't, they don't go to trial for two and a half years. Then when they do go, they go before Democrat-friendly judges. One of the guys I just talked about, his wife sits at the Supreme Court Justice. He's a, been a 50-year alderman, a joke of a human being, riddled neck deep in the Chicago Mafia. So, I say this to you. In the culture of corruption in these areas, they cut enough people in on the scam that there aren't enough that want to tear it down. That's, that's the right. problem. That's the problem, and that's the problem. So, you know, you're, you're, you're so right, Sean. It, it may be that there are some areas that are almost impossible to reverse. And what we do is we use those uh, as examples to the rest of the nation saying that you you go this direction and the, and the corruption takes over. You don't you don't get it back. You know, John Adams was a great man. He was the second president of the United States. And he's well known for saying very directly that a constitution of government once changed from freedom can never be restored. And he followed by saying liberty once lost is lost forever. Yeah. <laughs> now, I hope that Chicago and, and Illinois are not lost forever, but uh, I hope. To, I, I, well, it. here's the other thing. I think at this point, I had a wonderful, beautiful congresswoman on yesterday who won a special election. Six months later, they gerrymander the district. They have to when she has an election four months after that, she loses. This is what the Democrats do. Prior to destroying the, 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 the area, prior to destroying Illinois, the Chicago Organized Short in the Pants Mafia expanded to Crook County. Now they own the entire state. I think it's better for the decent people in these hellhole areas that are hopeless now to go over to these states that have not yet had the, had the nail in the coffin and shore up those states rather than pretend there's, there's going to be any saving grace for such deep blue corrupt states that you're hiring the crux of the Chicago mafia throughout Illinois now, and they're in charge of the state house. They're in charge of the city, the counties. And, you know, before it gets that bad, shore up decent states that are pushing back. And then the next election isn't going to be from some crook that's going to run again at 80 years old with diapers on. It's going to be to decide if we want to stay part of this union of corruption and extortion called America. Yeah. Oh, I know. Look, we, uh, we, uh, there are a couple of options here, and um, you know the the convention of the states. You know, the, yeah. the federal, the, you know, the vision of federalism was the states uh, would be the the primary sources of power in the country, and that the experimentation of the uh, of all the different states would result in the best the the best governed the the, the most successful states being an example for other states to follow. That was the original vision. It hasn't worked out quite that way, but I think that, you know, I, you spent a lot of time in Florida. I'm a Florida resident. Me too. And uh, Florida's attracting a lot of people. Why? Because the government works so well. You in know, the collapse is the opportunity. You see, what people don't realize, and that what very few shows but mine and a couple others talk about, the world is de-dollarizing. The world yes, is, is getting off the dollar at, at really a more rapid p- pace than anybody thought possible. And the reason is the world sees the corruption in the American government. 
Now we have You're convention right. of the right, Sean. convention You're of right. the states is sweeping. You've got 21 states that recognize it. It's not time to fight those countries that say America is corrupt. It's time to join them. And when those states say, you know what? I don't want a part of a government where an unelected bureaucrat like Janet Yellen can operate outside the rules of our government, outside of Congress, and arbitrarily say, ah, we're going to ignore the debt ceiling for six months until I figure it out. Now we say, you know what? Florida, Texas, the Carolinas, and everybody else, we're going to de-dollarize too and really send a shockwave. Now I don't have to fight any civil war or anything. Just say, hey, we have the freedom to choose what currency we're going to operate in. And jump on board with the foreigners. What do you think of that? Well, how many how many states now have passed uh, laws that allow for the use of uh, gold and silver as legal tender? I think it's some uh, of them never got rid of it, and this is still in the states. You know, the whole thing yes. about the Civil War was yes. the South wanted to stop using the North's currency. That's right. That's, it was a well, currency war, right? Well, the the Southern currency totally collapsed, of course. With yeah. The, with, the con, with the defeat of the Confederacy. Yeah, but the argument now is, if the world is no or the dollar is no longer the world's currency, how much longer before it all collapses? I mean, the whole damn well, thing's I'm, a card I, game. I think all your listeners should be concerned about that. And uh, you know, the only sure money is gold and silver. So I agree with you. Least, well, at least hedge some of your wealth. Uh, 10, 10 to 20% in any case, I think, with, with those, real, uh, those, those real sources of money. That's the real money, gold and silver. And you've got to make sure your, 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 your home where you live is paid off. Because once yep. the banks collapse, there are no rules. And when you realize, you know, people are going to realize sooner or later, there is no American banking system. It's been backdoor nationalized. Everything is the government. And now that we have a government that persecutes citizens on their political beliefs, it's not hard-pressed to see if you're not a Democrat in the mafia kind of clout guy, you get your mortgage called up, and now you get thrown out of your eyes. I mean, you see as the government holds people in prison without due process for three years, you see as they target IRS agents not to investigate the, the LLCs held by the Biden moron sister, the inbred brother, the dimwit crackhead son. They go after anybody who's a Republican. So the government is the enemy of the honest man. When the government has become corrupted, I don't know anybody that can look at a Democrat government and not say, see it for the mafia organization it is. I'm with you, Sean. I, I feel I feel the same way. It's, uh, mm-hmm. but but I do think that uh, the darker it's gotten here with this corruption, the more that the American people are saying are 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 recognizing that they that. They need to find answers. They need to find truth. And uh, I think we're going to see a big resurgence of of faith in America, Uh, you know, a a cultural change, because the direction in which we're going is absolutely self-destructive. I mean, you know, it's sad to see a day when the vice president of America gets up at 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 a function and advocates for voter fraud. What this dingbat did is advocate for voter fraud. Now I realize she didn't get there because of her skills with her clothes on. I realize what Kamala Harris is, but that's still something where even old-fashioned Democrats from the 70s and the 80s and the 60s would say, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. Back then, even Democrats wanted integrity in a system. But now you Chicagoed the entire nation. And never forget, Chicago is the capital it's, it's why Saul Alinsky picked it to live. It's the capital of American communism, and it's the ideology that tore down a phenomenal industry city 
that used to work and now is a vacant hellhole third world. And that's what the Democrats vote for. So the reality is red red states vote for righteousness and Americanism. Blue states vote for mafia and corruption. That's what we have here. I, I love your directness, Sean. I, I couldn't say it better. Uh, well, if you ever want I, I me to title one of your articles, which might be called Grab Your Ankles, the Democrats are in charge. That might be an attention getter. In the meantime, Scott, you know how much I love you coming on. And more importantly... Well, look, I do, do remind your readers that, you know, uh, the, the reason I wrote Rediscovering America, pure and simple, was that I had the same concern about our country that you have, Sean. The same passion, the same concern... And, you know, I've always appreciated American history, but when I began writing articles in the, oh, it started probably eight or ten years ago, I started writing articles on the holidays, and I took it seriously, and I researched them. What I discovered was these amazing backstories of history <clears throat> that is part of our heritage that typically don't show up in the, in the history books. So I'd written all these articles on the holidays. And then I had my readers saying, you know, Scott, you got to write the book. You got to write the book. And this is like 2017. I put it off and put it off. And then a voice sort of called me late after Thanksgiving of 2019. You got to write this book. Now, I did not know that we're in for COVID and the, and the cultural revolution that we saw in the spring and the summer of 2020. But I, I realized, yeah, I was called to write that book because this book is the antidote for this craziness, and it really can give people a lot of hope and constructive understanding of why our country is so amazing. It's the corruption that has destroyed our country. It's not, it's not the heritage. It's, it's not the institutions. We still have a you know, constitution. It still stands. And you know, Scott, as I read and learned and learned to love it, the appreciation of the character of the people who really stoked the ideology of the Enlightenment, My favorite sentence is when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them to another. This is something as a kid. Well, when do you know what time when that is? You know, you wonder what made them understand when that time was. And the answer is when your government becomes a a a vessel of fascism, of control, of tyranny, then it's time. I just described to you 2023 America. It is time to break the political bands that bind us to the mafia that will imprison people who protest it, that will target and persecute the political opposition rather than investigate the obvious asset of enemies, foreign and domestic, some call president. Now is the time when you have Merrick Garland in in, in charge of the DOJ, when the FBI has had prima facie evidence that the administration is corrupt and hid it and protected it for three years, when the CIA openly lies and propagandizes its people while it enriches foreign oligarchs. Now is the time to break the political bands. Today, tonight, let's get it over with. I want secession. I want it yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I convinced you that. All right. So put you down no, I, as a yes. I, I'm there. All I'm right, already right. there. I all still right. I still hold out the vision that the states, that the successful states, can expand their influence and that corruption can be gradually chipped away and defeated. But I know that's uh, yeah. in Chicago. That's that's a pipe dream because well, uh, it's 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 so overwhelming there. I'm going to have Honey Bunny put you down for a yes. In the meantime, my people can yeah. follow you at the Discovery Institute. I always enjoy your articles. The book Rediscovering America. Phenomenal book. It was number one 
for eight straight weeks on Amazon for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out. And Scott Paul, thank you for making yourself available. Sean, absolutely. Let's do it again. Absolutely. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted on AM560. AM560, the answer. Here we go back. This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over. So we put our hands up like the ceiling. Jordan Harold of the FBI put out a public information on individuals connected with violent crimes on January 6th. Among those individuals in the bottom there is Mr. Epps. The FBI publicly asked for information, identifying, offering cash rewards leading to information, leading for information leading to the arrest. This was posted and then sometime later, magically, Mr. Epps disappeared from the public posting. According to public records, Mr. Epps... Well... I mean, after all, if there wouldn't have been January 6th, if they would have investigated, if somebody would have stopped this dimwit in diapers, this whore, from usurping the most powerful office, illegal aliens wouldn't get health care. The Biden administration is expanding coverage under the Affordable Care Act. Access will now be given to participants in the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, also known as DACA. Hundreds of thousands of young migrants brought to the U.S. as children will be able to apply for federally funded health insurance. Well, you got that going for you. And let's just call it what it is. Millions. The welfare system wouldn't have grown. Of course, there wouldn't have been a war in Ukraine. Zelensky and his crew wouldn't be driving around in those S-550s like men. Thieving rat bastards that they are. The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling $28 million and 1.3 million euros in cash. Think of all we would have avoided if only somebody would have taken a look at, say, the machines. What do you think about the Dominion lawsuit that's now going on against Fox News? Different case, of course, and it's, um, you know, yeah. against me. But Oh, and there's another thing. They couldn't beat Fox News in the rating game. They were getting their ass kicked. Communist News Network and those dimwits on NBC and CBS and ABC. But now, thanks to January 6th, the persecution, misuse of the court system in this country. Now you can take out Fox, can't you? Jury selection officially underway in the $1.6 billion defamation suit with Dominion voting systems against Fox News, all ahead of opening statements Monday in a Delaware court. Joining us now for more is Washington. $1.6 billion. How'd they come to that number? Hey, Dominion. Hey, scumbags. How did you come to that number? Because I remember when the Democrat documentary called Kill Chain exposed your machines for the hackable, unreliable assets of enemies, foreign and domestic, they are. Voting is our capability to have a peaceful transfer of power. If you don't have that, the alternatives are revolutions. We call them voting machines, but they're nothing more than obsolete computers. 2002 is when they put them in service. A commonly used argument. They are never connected to the Internet. No voting machines are connected to the Internet. Not connected to the Internet. Not connected to the Internet and therefore cannot be attacked. Oh, it wants to go to Internet. That's Now we can't question them? I think they go to the Internet. What do you think of that, scumbags? What is, well, is that I, a stronger have, case? Uh, 
a, a, a small involvement in a case in, in the West where we're arguing that Dominion should not be able to uh, sue for defamation unless they're willing to disclose their algorithms and how their system works. Yes, but Alan Dershowitz, our court system protects the mafia and persecutes the innocent. By the way, where is Ray Epps? I think I'm going to look for him. He's not been charged with anything. No one's explained why a person videoed urging people to go to the Capitol, a person whose conduct was so suspect the crowd believed he was a Fed, would magically disappear from the list of people the FBI was looking at. Ms. Sanborn, a lot of Americans are concerned. I'd say you use the word aware. What do you say, Ted? See, I'm aware that forever bothering Italians known as the FBI was a quarter mile away from the headquarters of the short in the pants mafia Don named Mike Madigan, who will never see a day in jail. And they all got the same last name. Start with it all with a little apostrophe there, whatever the hell that thing is. The federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct on January 6th. My question to you, and this is a, this is not an ordinary law enforcement question. This is a question of a public accountability. Did federal agents or those in service of federal agent actively encourage violent and criminal conduct on January 6th? Not to my knowledge, sir. You guilty whore. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Fly me to the oh, I love this son of a gun. Love him. You know, I went to see him twice. And the last time I went, I went to the United Center. And he forgot the words. And it was sad. Because such a great guy. And it was sad to watch a great man forget to use the words. It's disgusting to watch a political whore, moron, who's always been a thieving rat, forget what day it is and pretend to be president of America. Joel in Glencoe. Sean. Yes, brother. Good afternoon and joy. What a beautiful day here. Yes, it is. It is. It is. But you'll know when I leave. No, it's going to be beautiful. They, uh, you had a guest on an economist last week, Randall, Professor Randall. He was talking about... That's a a perfect example of somebody that you need to educate. Ken Langone from Home Depot was saying that there are too many academians at the Fed and at the Treasury. Is this the one I got in an argument with a little bit? Is that what you're talking about? A little little bit. A little disagreement. Yes, yes. But you're always polite. You're polite, just like you were with that piece of shit. But boy. Yes. All right. I got you. Go ahead. Did you catch uh, this, bro? All right. He got it. Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> right? No, it's a beautiful day, but I am enjoying a beautiful cigar. And it's a beautiful day here, and I wish you a great weekend. Thank but you. I want you to go national. Oh, and that's the problem. You, somebody like you needs to go national, and I don't know why nobody's picking you up. Oh, it's fine. We're doing the Salem. I just signed a new. Thank you, by the way. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Joel. That was very sweet of you. I got a new contract here. We're going to be here for a couple more years, and I am national, right, honey, buddy? We're in all 50 states. Granted, it's a little hard to get me, but that's all right. In the meantime, what Joel was referring to was the illusion of the American banking system. And this is the part to focus on. The CEO of, of, of uh, Home Depot, 
was talking about the collapse and how it could possibly happen with Silicon Valley Bank and how the propagandists in our government were spinning that to be regulations that Trump did rather than the reality of what it was. It was a pay through to the Democrat mafia. That's why the upper echelon was allowed to steal tens of millions of dollars and not one of them will do a day in jail the way the January 6th protesters are locked away for three years. Here's a rat bastard who stole $30 million from the bank as it was going down, committed a pump and dump with the help of Jim Cramer on MSNBC for 60 days as he knew the, the problems the bank had. CNBC came out, Jim Cramer, it's a buy. And people bought it and hedge funds bought it. And the upper echelon that had an interest in the bank sold it. They should all go to prison. But they won't get a day in jail. And the reason is they are in on the greatest financial fraud known in America this far. And that is the backdoor nationalization of banking. A record 30% of San Francisco office space is vacant. How do you think commercial lending looks in these Democrat third world hellholes? How do you think banking looks in the sewer of Chicago where stores are fleeing? What does the tax revenue look like? It's all an illusion. And the Democrat mafia banks have the government to cover. And my proof is Silky G, Alexi Janulius, or Penny Pritzker on two failed banks. What was the penalty? They became more important in government. Have you had enough of Democrat mafia or are you thirsty for more? Robert in Bloomingdale. You know, Sean, you're absolutely right. You know, it's funny. You talk about the January 6th where they're protesting peacefully. And you got a guy like Father Flagger who's going out there and rebel rousing and causing problems. This guy's not a priest. My priest would never do that. This guy should be excommunicated from the Catholic oh, Church. I, you know, here's the thing. Here's what I, gets me to sleep. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not real religious. I'm not a Catholic anymore. I started out as one, and I recognize them for the the gateway of millionaires to thousands of depressed Boy Scouts. I don't like them. Haven't liked them for years. Sent my kids to the school, donated a bunch of money, the whole rest of it. You'll never get five cents from me. And I still like that old Viking adage that the afterlife isn't all what the Catholics or what anybody, the Mormons, God knows what the hell they think. I think Mitt Romney's going to be Jesus on the next planet. It isn't all nice and lovely like that. It's just like here. Only you fight all day and then you drink all night with the shield maidens in Valhalla. And that's what I'm hoping for. And I'm hoping the enemies that I have to conquer are the flaggers out there and the Bidens and the rest of the scum so I can spend eternity kicking their ass every day and having their women pleasure me at night. What do you think of that? My own religion. Ah, why not? 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. America, woman, the answer. The other disgusting and despicable actions by that creepy-looking rat, Marxist fraud, Father Flager. He doesn't say anything about abortion. Does he say anything, that piece of garbage? Or is he like most of the new Catholics where they're fine by it? And now the Democrat mafia cheers as the people who are have such a low character, they'll kill their own kids, celebrate the idea that they, if the pill can go on, they can continue to do it in these ghetto states. I want to read you something. 
A young pregnant wife has been hospitalized for a simple attack of appendicitis. The doctors had to apply ice to her stomach. And when the treatment ended, the doctors, the doctors suggested that she abort the child she was carrying. But the young brave wife decided not to abort. That child was born. The woman was the mother of Andre Buccelli. What do you think of that? Andre Buccelli's mother was told to give an abortion. Barack Obama, I disagree with him on every single level. Every single level. There's not one thing I agree with that moron on. But one thing I'll always recognize, 1961 in the height of American race tenant. 17-year-old college kid knocked up by a married 33-year-old whack job Marxist communist pig. At the height of American race turmoil in this nation, mother white, father black, from Africa, married. The 17-year-old girl, to her credit, went back home and had that baby. And that baby was Barack Obama, who went on to be the president of the United States. During this time where the government said the states can decide, the good states with good people decided, let's let those babies live. And so far to date, 5,000 babies a month live. The the abortions are down 5,000 babies a month. Don't worry. They still get over 6,000 babies a day they get to kill. It's not enough for the Marxist mafia. I just thought I would tell you that. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, I appreciate that. It's uh, it's amazing that uh, so many good things are happening as far as for life. Yeah. I want to comment on, you know, I love watching you on Rumble because I get to see that fantastic bright orange shirt that you're wearing, <laughs> as you know. Yes, thank you. As you know, is the color of the Scotch-Irish in the Irish flag. Oh, it is. You know, your nation way. But I wanted to comment my on the guy who talked. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to comment on the guy who called in earlier saying that he had the shirt on with the, you know, uh, big guy gets 10%. Yeah. In Naperville, people yeah. are commenting on Lyle, that. Lyle, Lyle, yeah. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. So anyhow, there's positivity in DuPage County. There are like, what, three or four different uh, congressional races that run through there, and a few of them were pretty close. If there's <laughs> continued momentum in DuPage County, yeah. you might be able to win a couple of more congressional seats. So I want to encourage him. To get involved, yeah, I love it. In yeah. the precinct level, yeah, and, and make it happen. There yeah. are possibilities. And let's tell and the women who are married to the Irish Democrat mafia members <laughs> to never go near a ruler. Pretty close. Thank you very much. <laughs> they were all pretty close. Robert Oak Park. Yes, Sean. Excellent show. Thank uh, you. Just question. Yeah. Actually, two comments. Question: What's happened to Walmart? The fifty percent of the stores just announced they're closed. Yeah. But on a more serious more serious note, we just buried two uh, heroes today yes. and yesterday's two a firefighters. Fr- yeah, a friend I of mine knew the guy that was my age. A friend of mine knew him, and he was talking about what a great guy he was. And uh, yeah. it's a shame. It's a shame. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I happen to, to be present at the wakes with uh, my department and uh, the suburban department. Oh, but, well, very, very, very sad. Well, no. Robert, you could still uh, you know, focus on the good and have a good weekend, and thank you very much for taking time. He's known as the Segment Slayer. How much time do we have left, Squirrel? All right, we got enough time for the Segment Slayer. David and Lansing. Hey, Sean, uh, I try not to slay this one, but it's good that you had that guest on about January uh, 6th. Yes. Because you. it is my opinion that the Achilles heel 
of that whole, you know, hearing and all that stuff is Ray Epps and his ilk, exposing Ray Epps and his ilk, those people that tricked everybody to go in there. We, we need to expose There's a defense that, attorney. That, the whole house of cards. A defense attorney accuses upwards of 40 people who would be working for the government, have been in the Capitol prior to the breach, and this is the prima facie evidence of a coup. And yet, very few, if any, news outlets can talk about it, and most are censored. That's America circa 2020. Jaden X and the so-called CNN photographer, the woman... Uh, we got in, like you know, they were celebrating when they got in there, yeah. you know, and they and they're acclaimed, they're self-proclaimed BLM and Antifa supporters. All right, you, know? you weren't too bad today, aside from a couple of Biden stutters and some Kamala Harris hiccups. You did all right; it wasn't terrible. In the meantime, everybody, remember, we will be vindicated by history the way we are every single day. Never, ever, ever entertain the idea of leaving your principles and forget trying to get along with people's whose base premise is the mother should be able to kill her kids. I don't give a rip what they think about anything. It certainly doesn't matter what they think about the nuances of Keynesianism. It's time to break the political bands that bind us with the American Fourth Reich. They're called Democrats. Have a great weekend. I'll be in Paradise Monday, and I'll be talking to you soon. of the United States of America. the 2020 election felt it was fitting remember we will be vindicated in the future hang on have a good weekend and if you're in chicago serpentine it's dangerous by around those democrats don't just have a great night have an american night 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.